is always on the move and we bring the word like Sunday service so pay your tithes on the spot Yiddy you know what I'm talking about <laughs> and man we're back with another one you know uh, we got that friend and coming out Monday man but right now you know one of my man one of the coldest ever done it you know met about four years ago man been on the shit man real busy woman protecting her pretty Middle Tennessee Black Gun Club Madam President, y'all give it up for my girl, Tanea Chantrell. What up with you, Tanea? You already know what it is. Man, all right. What's going on, man? You know, what's the, you know, you pulled up on me, you see had some, uh, some ventures, you know, you're trying to do, and we didn't talk for a minute, so, hey, I'm, I'm excited. So. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> already, man. You know, five yeah. years in, my friend. Man, all right, yeah. Yeah, five, man, years, five in. years in, man. So I'm so proud of you. I seen you, you know, start everything from the jump. So we started about the same time. Right about the same That's time. We yeah. five years in. So, right, right, know, right. We we are we are uh, a club. We making it over the hump. Yeah, there we five are. Five years. They say after five years, you can keep going. After that, you start seeing the money. Right. We get into the money. Man, yes, indeed, man. You've been doing this for a while, so you got the new podcast. We got the new podcast. It's going to be Bullets, Bread, and Balls. (laughs) We're going to bring it to you. We're going to bring it to you so funky. This podcast is not going to be like anything you've ever heard, but more like a combination of everything you've heard and loved. So we're going to put it out there like that. We're going to have some intelligent brothers on here and sisters. We're going to talk guns. We're going to talk music. Hot topics and how it relates to uh, protection, self-defense type stuff. Uh, also, the money. We got to do the money trail. Oh, yeah. You got to have it. When it comes down to it, everything we talk about comes down to the money. Man, who's sick. holding the bag? Yeah, who's holding it? Who's holding it? And then, you know, music soothes the soul. Yes, it does. But it also influences so many different things, including... Gun, you know, guns, weapons, violence, unfortunately, love, that's fortunately. Um, so music is just used to capture anything and everything. So we definitely got to add that factor to it. And I'm bringing some hitters. It's some hitters on the show. Oh. Or should I say, it's some shooters on the show. <laughs> hey, shooters I like that, yeah. Show. I like that. I like that. some real shooters, you know, teach you how to train and... Trained with a gun and, you know, saying uh, how to use a gun. You know, a lot of y'all folks trying to shoot sideways, like uh, men of society and everything. And, and there's a time and a place for that. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to have to hit them with the one arm shorter. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, knowing how to properly grip it, handle it, uh, drawing from a holster, not out of our pockets. Yeah. Just the gun just be in the pocket. Right. Just right there with your wallet. But I want to ask this, you know, since we... Uh, you talking about the guns because we were talking about it 
few days ago, the John Morant thing. So how do you feel about that? You know, with the gun, you know, you got to protect yourself because yeah. he can, you know, it's that's that his man's law. that constitutional right to have it, but it's his responsibility right. <laughs> to do what's right when you have it on mm. you because uh, my biggest fear with that and just how he's handling it as we're seeing it on video is um, we don't want a negligent discharge. We don't want somebody to, quote, unquote, accidentally get it. Like some old plastic old birds. Right. Great example. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's more of the concern that's out here. You know, let's not even talk the contract with the NBA and his job don't want him doing that. Let's talk you have a deadly weapon in your hand mm -hmm. and you need to be responsible when you do. Right, right. And that's what we on. And we're trying to change that narrative. You know, it's easy to put that right song on and get, get yeah. happy. You know right. What I mean? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Just yeah. like in church, get happy. <laughs> Got them pulling out the gun because that's what you rapping. You right. know, that's what you putting in your head. That's what you want. That's the vibration in the moment. So they was riding, having a good time. They was probably singing something. Right. They was talking all that. And uh, he just got a little too excited. Right. <laughs> he got caught on tape. Well, at the same it. time, you know, I, I think I've been thinking like this for, for a long time. It's like, um, if I got a pistol on me, I don't want nobody to know I got a pistol on me. Rule number one, don't trust nobody. Right. Right. That's your business. But, it, again, it's your right if you want everybody to know, but it's not smart. It's not smart. And um, he see the trouble, he got it in. It's caught. And what he did, we call brandishing. And mm -hmm. in some states, that is against the law. Okay. You know, so you got to, again, you got to Yeah, gotta you're be right careful. about that. You got to go, yeah. and that's one of them laws in different states. That's what I'm saying. Right. You got to know the laws behind carrying these objects. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It, it's a, a weapon that can take your freedom away from you just by doing dumb stuff. Not even, cause a lot of people go to jail over guns and ain't even shot nobody. Let's talk Toy Lorenz. Lorenz, whatever his name was, the right. one that shot me. Mm -hmm. Or not shot, yeah, did. Uh, uh, well, let me say, I'm gonna still say allegedly shot right. me. Now, I don't know who shot the gun. That's for them to, you know, get all that out. Yeah. yeah, but he's serving or looking at being sentenced to like 26 years. State of Texas. No, it, California. California. Oh, yeah, they, they got, got strict laws. Well, yeah. they got strict laws. All penal systems are awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, you know, California. I mean, some stricter than others. You know. So. Yeah, but same with the gun laws. And in California, it's real strict. So he he wasn't being charged for murder or attempted murder. He's looking at twenty six years for a. I don't think he was supposed to have a gun. He was right. like on some type of probation. B. And C, I had to get back with y'all, I forgot. But based on California, like, oh, him just bringing the gun out, you mm -hmm. know, no reason to have it out like that and being negligent with it. So you looking again, just being goofy. That's what Ja, it's like that's what you could be facing real time for you just doing stuff that you, you like, I ain't shoot nobody. Nobody, you know, even Meg did get shot though. But right. I'm saying with Ja, but you're break, you could possibly be breaking other laws, and you're getting caught on tape while you do it. Mm, man. So what, you, what, what defense can get you out of that one? Nothing. And the people have already convicted you. Right. You and know? then you're about to lose some money, and they were thinking about the league was going to suspend them for 40, 40 games. So that's like yeah, they'll, they'll come down on that. However, now you got your job dictating more of your life. You know what I mean? You get yeah. consequences for doing stuff on your personal time is now affecting your pay time. Yeah. You know, and um, but that go back to freedom too. You know, I know NBA players they play for the league, so they can't be entrepreneur 
poor niggas in the uh, <laughs> in the league. They you know they can't go independently. You're yeah. on a contract, you right. know. So whether we think what the NBA come up with is fair or not, it don't matter. Right. That's the, it's they business, they brand, they rules. Man, say that all the time. I say it. It just it just facts, y'all. But don't I, kill I the did. Messenger. Now y'all tag y'all. Tell him to, to hit me up. He can hit me up on the Middle Tennessee Black Gun Club IG. He could hit me up on Protecting My Pretty Academy IG. If he check his inbox, I'm already in there. Man. I'll get him right. Me and my crew get him right. Which, yeah. You know, and I would love to have a conversation just to, like I was saying, the, the four safety rules. Mm-hmm. One of them is never point your gun or the muzzle in the direction mm-hmm. of something you're not willing to destroy. You got the whole gun next to the side of your head, bruh. So I'm saying, I don't know if the safety was on. I don't know if you got one in the chamber. I don't know if you don't have nothing in there. But that takes me to another gun safety rule. Treat all guns as if they loaded. Right. So whether your safety was on, no bullets was in the chamber, what you still in violation. So there's still rules to this game. Just yeah. like it's rules in basketball. Like, uh, you know, I call my nephew like a blacksmith. He's not a clean club. Guns yeah. break him down and all that stuff. So Shout out to the blacksmiths man, out man, there. Man, come on now. Mm-hmm. You got to keep your guns man. clean. You be over there jamming. He done messed up. They got one alone. <laughs> so uh, he was cleaning my other nephew's gun, his brother, 38. He thought it was it was unloaded. He, he grabbed it and then went off. It went through the, uh, I think, the pantry out the window. It could have hit somebody else's house or some bullshit. She's like, man, you got to treat every gun like it's damn loaded. You, you better check that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's Just, exactly yeah. why. And you always have to check. And we triple check mm-hmm. because of what you just said. If y'all Google it, there are so many people just last year that died because their neighbor was cleaning their gun, dry firing, the same thing happened, and it did go to somebody else's house and kill that person. Mm. Now, that's uh, going to mess with you mentally. Right. That type of... That's not, that's why we don't call it an accident. That's a negligent discharge because you were supposed to check that gun. So, yeah, you had to heard that charge before. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Negligent dis, yeah. and then the word charge is coming with that because right, them folks right. going to come see you. You're damn right. You better get a lawyer. <laughs> it's gonna lying. be a long ride, man. So you it's gotta be, be a long safe. ride. You gotta have that extra safety. So real. you saying that same with y'all? Y'all was in a car. You doing it, so it might not be pointing at you. But again, what if you accidentally, or negligently pull the trigger, mm-hmm. and now it shoots out the car window and kills somebody? And they're driving now. They car hit somebody, and now it's four people dead. You got bodies, and we ain't talking about the kind you rap about. We talking about real bodies. Yeah. So, you know, somebody was coming home from work, going Man, to work. You mind know what I'm saying? their business. Yeah. Got a family to go home to. Right. Got people that love them. And all because you was playing your favorite song yeah. and getting hype in the car and think it's cute to be bouncing with your gun, tragedy could happen. It can. So, but, you know. But why? But why all this goes on, though? You know what I'm saying? I mean, what is it? Is it the. Everybody likes, well, this, you know, everybody's just accepting, like, well, is this a new way? It's just them. Like, nah. do we got to accept that shit? This, if we, okay, A, we got to stop blaming this generation. We the ones raising this generation. So they got it from somewhere. Let's not act like we don't know people that was being reckless with guns, pl- playing around with them. How many times we don't hear you say, man, quit playing like that. I know people... Growing up on the West Coast, shout out to the east side of Tacoma. 
But we oh, have man. folks who uh, Russian roulette or the gun accident went off. Or at least that's the stories is being told. I yeah. don't know. You know, there was on some gang stuff, so it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just saying, this is not new. The Bible tells us there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, right. You know? So from the day a gun was put together and they knew how to use it, somebody was walking around reckless with it. Right. Because I'm looking at this uh, story, um, the young lady out of Chicago. The officer, 24 years old, got gunned down in front of her home by four teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, black dudes. So it's like, damn, what, nigga, where your mom at? You know what I'm saying? Where your dad at? You know, yeah. it's just like shit like that. Like, and, what the fuck y'all? And, and to add to, it's it's easy for us to want to blame the uh, parents, but yeah. the gun club, our philosophy is, where's the community at? Not just, mom and daddy didn't just fail. The whole community. Right. You know right. what I mean? You heard about that shit. We 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 gotta all take accountability because because that's something we don't have no other community. No, yeah. no, no. We don't we don't want to accept the responsibility. Like I said, we so quick to say all oh, this new generation doing this. this. Like I said, no, they got that from somewhere, right. and that somewhere is us. Mm-hmm. We say because they have more access than we do to information and things like that. We still had a lot of access. Mm-hmm. We had more common sense. Right. <laughs> we had to figure it out. Uh, through real life experiences, but um, yeah, we can, we gotta accept accountability. And like you said, even that situation in Chicago, I won't go dig deep, dig too deep. But when we get the best sergeant of arms in the game, Denzel on here, yeah, we're gonna have him break down <laughs> as deep as you saying where are these four black teenagers in Chicago, which is relevant, get these guns because our government and people like them in power literally drop guns off in the hood so they do war with each other. So we do kill each other off. You know, if they can't get you locked up, they want you dead. But if you don't have access to the tools that can kill you, let me help you out with that. Right. That's even going to see the bad food right. in the community. You exactly. know what I'm saying? All that exactly. shit sugar. And you go to yes. a corner store, man, you most seeing Fagos, chips. Man, Everything and that's what we grabbing. And again, we ca- this generation, Fago been around for a long time. Man, forever. And yep. so if it stayed this long, that means we still buying it. Yeah, yeah, You know man, what I mean? That was that up, up north drink. Yeah, the West Coast, we didn't have Fago. Fago, we have. I don't know it was Fago, because <laughs> I remember when I would come to Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. and down to Tennessee in yeah, the summer, Fago. then we get Fagos. Mm-hmm. I'd be looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, man. But I mean, we had Tahitian trees. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, Tahitian trees, Tahitian trees, syrupy sodas. Ah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because you're like with the killing and bad food, you know, everything. Just you know, man. And and that brings me with the gun club in our newsletter. You should go to the website and subscribe. Yeah, um, tell them where website is. It's www.midtnbgc.com and subscribe to the email. Because yeah, yeah. we we talk about things like this, or we link um, podcasts that go deeper into you know what was that's what our show's gonna be. We talk about guns, the laws, being safe with it, how it affects our communities in good ways and bad ways, what to do during the holidays, how to stay safe with it. That's coming from the Black House. Then we have uh, Denzel; he has the uh, training grounds, and he he really digs deep into economics. Into like I just talked about guns being placed in our community, you know mm-hmm. how to how white supremacy plays a part in all of this. You know he'll take you back to Africa roots, like he digs deep. So all that 
is in our newsletter. So y'all make sure y'all subscribe. Y'all subscribe. Yeah, to that. man, please do, man, because it's a double fuck. Give me your information right under your nose, people, man. So take advantage of it. Yes, yes. For sure, man. The gun so what club. What else going on, man? The gun club is hot. Middle Tennessee Black Gun Club is hot. We we're bringing back loyalty, honor, respect, community, yeah. and love, of course. Man, right. And love because we're responsible for each other. Yeah. You know, we want to become a resource, not just to teach you how to defend yourself, fight. Um, we do stop the bleed classes. If you can put a hole in somebody, you need to know how to plug a hole. And then a lot of our communities, they need that training, especially our poor, all communities, but our poor communities. Because, again, when if these are the areas that a lot of violence is happening in, especially a lot of shootings, uh, and not just that, we got Big Mama, she keeping the babies, but Big Mama got diabetes, high blood pressure, the gout. And Big Mama could pass out at any moment. And then, so what little Malik and them going to do? We could teach these kids how to, while you waiting for 911, for the ambulance to get there, because you might be waiting a long time. But right. time is crucial, is. you know, when somebody's in a situation like that, in a health crisis. And so, and it can be little things. Somebody having a heart attack, they need four baby aspirin. That's stuff, especially ladies, but everybody, y'all need to have that in your purse. You're walking around here with Molly's in your purse. You need four baby aspirin. <laughs> so don't, don't act like you can't have pills in your purse because you've been doing it. <laughs> oh, man. Keep some baby aspirin for your nigga doing all them pills and shit. Right. Drinking lean and smoking Cold weed and everything. And y'all running out the house. <laughs> nah, bring him back to life real quick. Throw them in the bath, splash them water, and right. try to do something. Do something. Yeah. But come, but we want to teach you what but, you need to do. Right. Because those are real situations. Uh, ODing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, let's talk about these white folks and this meth. And, and uh, the, yeah, and all that. But they going around giving you free the Narcon and stuff. So if somebody OD, you bring them back to life real quick. Right. Just squirting some little stuff up. They know they'll train you for free. So you see how they preserving their community because they know the community's going see, through a crisis. That's, that's a whole nother. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a whole nother story because so, we're talking about the cranky. We're we putting y'all in jail. And that was a whole right, everyday going on. right. Too, my generation, we the crack, not we as in my mama did crack, yeah, but, but we, but we the generation of crack babies. Right now, my friend's an educator, and she's been in education for a long time. She talk about these meth babies, how aggressive they are. She's like, you can tell. So just like the black community went through, those teachers went through dealing with the crack, you know, the yeah, crack, crack babies. babies. And, and we're yeah. not saying that to be funny. We're just calling it what we know it to yeah. be. Right. And now they have these meth, meth babies and pill-addicted babies, and they're showing that as they're growing, um, they, they have this aggression, yeah. and it's, they're very violent. Mm. You know, these are the people your kids are going to school with. Right. You better teach them how to fight. Yeah, they too, and... Um Saying mental health is a lot oh, too. So yeah, that's a whole ten shows. That's a twelve right, show right, right, right. series. But mental health and um, violence go hand in hand. You know what I mean? Because of how we're responding to somebody who's actually having a mental crisis, um, and it, unfortunately, that's excuse me, I burped. I ain't gonna play it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm protecting my pretty, pretty y'all. In case somebody long, heard yeah. it, it was like, Ugh, she didn't say, excuse me, boo might be out there. I got I got manners. <laughs> but they have a... <sighs> look, I forgot what we was talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're talking about mental health. Mental health, yeah. yeah, you know, how we respond. But culturally, 
even with us as children and a lot of our children, when somebody say you like, man, I had to tell him three times to do it. Something might be wrong with him, and we right. just think he ain't listening. Yeah. And so now what we doing? We yelling. Right. We popping them. Right. We punish them. We taking games, and they're being punished for something that actually they can't control at the moment. Facts. But we we never think to think that. But I will. Yeah, we. <laughs> but like but said, black folks is getting therapy though, and the beautiful right. thing about it is you could kind of tell the ones that go through it because now they play therapist for their friends and right. everybody. Yeah, you know? man, that's a good thing. Like yeah. I, said, I had to go talk to somebody to you know chop it up real quick, and nobody didn't know me, and it felt great. You know, so so mm -hmm. shout out to the therapists out there making these folks nothing help right man. Real. Yeah. I ain't saying I was going off the wall, but I was like, I needed to chop it up with somebody who ain't. Related to me and none of that shit. So, right. yeah, man. So it was pretty cool. But right. you said uh, we was talking about that in the podcast with the, um, we were talking about checks. You know, these folks trying to do these AR 15s and stuff. Like, do they need a, the quartier need to be stronger or, you know, handgun? You got to be this age, a rifle. You know, you can be 18 or whatever, get a rifle. But it's like, it's shit really getting out of hand. It's like, what you think the criteria should be? Um, I don't have my own little, I haven't really thought of it like that because the way I look at it, and I do think we need people in place that are definitely that look like us that are in on those conversations for sure, for sure. Um, right now, I just try to keep up with what's in place and make sure I'm, I'm following those guidelines. Now, the mental health check, I don't believe there should be a a check that so when I go buy a gun, they're asking me some questions and based on how I answer, I think like if you have some previous mental health, um, you know, definitely there probably should be some limitations. But my my fear would just be a bias. You know what I mean? So now the guy across the counter gets to decide whether I'm crazy or not. Right. Or, you know, mentally fit enough to get a gun. So if we don't have that many black guns, so you know, I'm going to bring back the black. Mm -hmm. If I got to go into these white, and I'm going to call it like I see it, racist-ass gun stores, not all of them, but a lot of them, then they get to decide, you know, that's just something they can use against me mm -hmm. um, as well. Or if, say, even if I go somewhere and just because I'm trying to get a gun and now I get this analysis done and now it's messing up something for something else later. Now I got this stigma on me. Right. So there's there's just a lot of things like that that it'd be like, mm, like I get what you're saying, but let's if we really talk this out, what does that look like? Like I need to know exactly what it looks like. Who's determining mm -hmm. whether I'm mentally stable or not, or is this a, you know, I don't know. Cause that's what, um, and I'm not gonna get deep into, but the red flag laws, um, that's like. Where somebody say you're on your Facebook, say like Ja. Yeah. And but say a Karen will just say that, sees that, and then like, oh my gosh, my neighbor, I've seen some of his Instagram posts and he's just waving guns around and he's saying crazy things and I'm scared and I think y'all need to go check it out. And now here come the police to your house mm -hmm. to check it out, to see what's going on. And and you know, for the black community, that's not good. Right. We don't need somebody just to be able to decide that. I need to be checked out because of something they seen or to them I'm posing as a threat because I have weapons, which I do rightfully. Right. But again, perspective is everything. So the cop that show up at my house or whoever's going to come check it out matters. What kind of day they had matters. You know, mm -hmm. they might, their wife might be cheating on them. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. He already in a sad puss mood, and then he show up, and guess what? I look like the bitch. Right. Mm. So he really on ten. <laughs> Y'all excuse my language, but I had to say it like I felt it. You know what hey, I mean? On. Like it's just because we've all had bad days. We've all right. had to go to work when we going through some real life crises. So again, mm. that's why I say mm, it sound good in theory. Yeah. But I, I would need. I would love for people like that look like me and um, culturly. Uh, relate to me to be in on that conversation, right? But I ain't talking about the ones. I'm talking about black people, not African Americans. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need black people to show up for that, mm. not the African Americans. By the way, ask you this: You were talking about the racist gun shops. What about you? Have a such thing as a, a, as a such thing as a, a racist gun show? You know. I think it's it's worse because it's a gun show. You know, you got so many tents, so many you know sellers, and well, with the gun shows, I mean, especially if we in the south and these white folks putting it on, and that's who's sitting behind the tents, then it, it, I'm stamping it as racist. <laughs> like nobody gets a pass. It, they fit the criteria. You know, you know how they do us. He was black with a hoodie on, tall, six right. feet, had curly hair. You know, they all, all like he had was uh, Arizona tea and some Skittles, right? Yeah. But they so if they can look at all of us, like you know, especially our black boys and our black men, like they criminals, then I look at all these white, especially white men, as white supremacists. But you know, right. don't quote me, boy, because I ain't said <laughs> shit. <laughs> I told the boy, she hot in the fish grease right here, man. That was just truth, man. I'm talking about, man. But gun shows, you have to be careful because it's a lot of under-the-table sales going on and things. So you you need to do the research on, like, how to get a bill of sale or, you know, that gun might have bodies on it. Right, (laughs) right. like, for real. Because I don't understand these kids, uh, you know, they breaking the cards to a lot of guns. Yes, and Nashville's bad. Right. I'm like, man, what the fuck y'all doing? I mean, I'd rather be caught with and without. And he would have told me that years ago. Now... And I'm going to tell you, I won't say which um, which demographic is doing this the most, but y'all will be able to figure it out. Um, a lot of their excuse, so the people whose guns are being stolen out of cars, is because they leave their doors unlocked because they'd rather their windows not get busted if somebody's going to break in. For, so for insurance purposes and lack of damage to the vehicle, so then you must make sure that there's not a gun in your car if right. you're going to leave the doors unlocked. Now, part of me wants there to be bigger fines for that because the what it costs right now, y'all look it up yourself. I can't keep all them type numbers in my head, but I know in Tennessee there's like a a fine, but it's not re, like it's not like $7,000. It might be something like that. That's right. And especially if I'm already trying to avoid paying insurance or dealing with getting my window, these are people that have money that's doing this. Because, come on now, the jackers ain't going around the hood checking for unlocked doors. They're going to the rich neighborhoods with the nice cars and the, you know, people with money. Right. Hoping that it's a lot of money in the console. Because that's the first place they go into your glove box and console. And guess where people tend to keep guns? Yeah. Gun, gun, uh, the console or the glove box. That's why you got to get one of the gun locks and say, and we really do promote that. Like, if you're going to ride around with your gun, you're not going to have it on you. You're not going to be taking it 
with you when you get out the car, then you need the lock box that goes in the car. And it's got this wire that'll go around like the little leg of your seat or something so they can't just t- even take the box out. So right. it ain't coming off, trust me, unless it, the crackhead with the superpowers get in your car. Oh, yeah, yeah, Now, yeah. you know, there's no <laughs> limit for them. They can do amazing. They Bang. got superpowers for real. <laughs> so, you know, if you live in an area that's crackish, don't even trust the lockbox for the car. You oh, take man, that it's gun. Like the club, ain't it? <laughs> right. yeah, it's like the club, ain't it? The club ain't working. They're still taking the car. Right. Wow. So, so yeah. So we we but as a gun owner, the responsibility is on us. We can't <coughs> say, well, these kids shouldn't be breaking in cars. Duh, we know they shouldn't. Shouldn't right. nobody be breaking in cars. But again, I can take you back to a lot of it is conditions. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're living in poverty. Yeah. They eating damn fruity smacks for breakfast, pop tarts for lunch, you know, right. and raisin bran for dinner. You know, they full of sugar, they full of processed food, they getting McDonald's every day. Right. You vibrate different when you own that. You a low yeah. vibrating creature. So you do low vibrational shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't getting little seasons some of the time. You're getting it every all day. the time. Right. Yeah. Every day. Right. Like, so again, um, and there's, we call it food deserts. That's areas that don't have a grocery store right, within, yeah. especially within walking distance, mm-hmm. because a lot of these people don't have cars. Right. And when we're moving, so let's talk Nashville, all this gentrification that's going on, they moved a lot of people to Rutherford County. So, like yes. Laverne, because yeah. Laverne is the hood. Oh, yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely become the hood. But so what happens is now you've displaced people from an area where they had public transportation options. So they could get on the city bus and go to the Kroger. But now they're in a place where they don't have city bus options. So how are they supposed to get to the Kroger's? Yeah, to the Aldi's? Yeah. To the Walmart? To anywhere? You got a big house and everything. And so kids. guess what they doing? What little bit of money they got? They just like the ballers. They out here ordering Uber Eats. Uh, what's the one Instacart? That, that so, but they don't even have that type of money. That's a lot of extra yeah. money to get. But what else are they supposed to do? Catch a ride? Y'all ain't giving folks no ride. ride no more. Hell, Y'all ain't even going to no check more. on Big Mama no more. Hell so we know no. you ain't getting nobody no ride. That's why I say it goes back to community. If we know we got a food desert out here, when these people get to running for office and stuff, and they want to be in that area, that's the stuff you go and talk your shit about. You're right. Let yeah, them fight right. about all that other stuff that you don't even understand yet. We'll get you there, though. But you can start with the local stuff and say, no, nah, we want a grocery store. Yeah, they ain't going to do that, though. And if we keep it a buck, and I like doing that, the money these people raise, these Democrats and these Republicans raise just to print all these flyers and campaign for somebody to win, the promises they're saying when I say I need a grocery store, they campaign funds could start a grocery store. Man. He don't, you don't Millions need no flies. If you get us a grocery store before you even get elected, if your party and it's in the process, I guarantee we'll vote for you because right. we already seeing the results. But don't tell me you got to win before we can get stuff like that and y'all bringing in all this money for bullshit. Right. But I'm going to bring it down because I'm trying to keep it cute. Oh, man. You're doing, hey, you're doing the right thing, man. Let me folks know from the dough uh, and this information we need in around here. <laughs> That's Middle Tennessee Black Gun Club, y'all. You are listening to Madam President. Man, already. You already know. Y'all can go around and tell them my president is black. Man. 
Blackity black. Blackity black. Hey man, we wanna uh, do a quick commercial real quick. Uh, this is the cipher with KJ and the fam. You know what I'm talking about? This is the mix. I got my Madam President Tanae Chantrell on the uh, microphone with me, man. On the, the ones and twos. twos. On the ones and twos. So we're gonna give y'all. A uh, little sneak peek on this commercial. Uh, this show is sponsored by Strikeout Wings, the best wings in the city. Home of the Sweet and Sassy. Go down to one, two, three. You want to drive Nashville, Tennessee, and holler at Big Fox and get protection on your meal. Big Fox. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, man, catch you in a minute. Church. It is on Church Street, though, and Church I like Street, that. Yeah, yeah, see how yeah, that worked out for yeah. you? See how that worked out for you? We're Google taking it thing. to church. Man, take it to the church already, man. This is the cycle with KJ and the fam. You know what I'm talking about? And we back with the mix, man. We over here with uh, Bullets, Bread, and Bars. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Man, the president, man. Today I shit trail, man. We over there giving a straight game. Talking about Josh and some more shit. That's um, right. And I'm just one of three. Man, I, yeah, talk about the other two folks. Oh, you know, I should talk about them. So, my man, best sergeant at arms in the game, Denzel Caldwell, (laughs) a.k.a. Mr. 52 Blocks. Uh, That guy right there, he's full of knowledge. 
Uh, he's he's an old man in a young man's body with right. a young man's spirit. Like when he, it's like an ancestor definitely just dropped his soul in Denzel mm. and was like, yeah, give me. He he does the. I know I'm gonna get it. Right. I just call him Kung Fu. Right. You know he he's into all of that. Been practicing martial arts since he was nine. Um, that's my gun partner. That's my friend. And I say that's my big little brother. You all know right. what I mean? So me and him. If you see me, you are gonna see him. We, we the one the twins. Um, and then uh, 187 Blitz, uh, that's actually my real brother, <laughs> same mama, same daddy, and we was both born in wedlock. So I'm that's the same that. brother I've been meeting in every yes, podcast, okay? Yes, yeah, man, yes, cool, and um, man, and, and for those that know, no, 187 Blitz got a lot of history with the music side, with the bars in Nashville, Tennessee. He had a video show similar to something like a rap city which I would know called the underground. He was interviewing all the top artists before they, not even, while they were huge, uh, you know what I mean? But a lot of them in the beginning of their careers. Right. Um, he's done music. He started MBO. Um, and man, he's just been out here in these streets when it comes to this music. Like I said, we grew up in the same house, so I've lived next door. My room has always been next door to a studio for right. as long as I've known. Yeah. Uh, he played the clarinet in elementary school, so like you yeah. know, I've always had listening yeah. to the right. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And um, so yeah, so he's gonna bring us uh, break down. He's gonna break down the bars. You know, he's gonna break down. Um, we're gonna throw some music because music is definitely a huge influence um, in this gun industry. Yeah. I mean, how we're perceived with guns, how we like with yeah, John. Yeah, sure, yeah. He, I could tell he, his <laughs> he song can't come was back on. to him. Yeah, it his was. song was yeah. on. Yeah. I need to know what song was playing that cost him. It that just many like games. a female popping up. That's shaking up tail feather when I'm music. That was that was like the male version of twerking. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> But you know, yeah. I grew up on the West Coast, the gangbanging era when Boys in the Hood came out, Minister mm-hmm. Society came out. So guys with guns and you know, pulling them out whether it's flashing them because you think it's cool or because right. it's a sense of power. Cause that's mm-hmm. really what it, it does make you you know, it's probably an ego boost. I'm right, put my right, gun. Yeah. Let, you know, and, you and let's just keep it real. Too? Let's just keep it real, because I lived in Memphis for 11 years. Right. My man's is in Memphis. Right. It's hard not to get that Memphis city when you there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he around, look, he around killers. Yeah. So he he just, you know, he. but you're an NBA player. I'm not saying you're not a killer, though. Right. I'm not, no disrespect to the man he is, who yeah. he say he is. Yeah. But um, well, I ain't no killer, but no pusher. Right, right. right. Yeah. You know, that's all he he was. Just, yeah. His song was on. You know, mm-hmm. he just made me that baby twenty three years old. Yeah. You know, I got I got a son older than him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, as from a parent perspective, yeah. No, was it a good look? No, it wasn't. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you this: as a firearm instructor, especially a black firearm instructor, so that's who I follow is other black firearm instructors. I done seen worse. Right. Now they ain't got no NBA contracts. Right. But I have seen worse with mm. guns and how it's being portrayed and what we do and being reckless. And we're gonna talk about that because I hold my instructors to a higher, my fellow instructors to a higher standard. standard. Mm. And and we've you know, there's some disrespectful stuff going on with guns that violate the safety rules all day, every day, because you want clicks, likes, and shares. Right. So where did y'all get that from? You know, because we saw his generation right. You got it from my generation. Right. 
Man. You know what I mean? Like, come on. We we this. we the kids. We was raised on NWA. Man, come on. We was old enough Everything. when they dropped. Right. Not we grew up and we learned Look, about like wow. when they dropped. Yeah. That was us. Right about that shit. We all became gay. Six in the morning, <laughs> iced tea. We went from uh, Atari to Easy E and M and Ice Cube. <laughs> You're right Today about was that. a good day. Yep, straight out of Compton. Man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the police. No Vaseline. Yeah. You were talking <laughs> like, about fuck the police back then. Trying to give you a message with all Man, they were talking about F the police back in the 60s. They just right. said it different. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're doing a lot of uprisings and rioting, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. So. so, you know, this is not new to our community, but right. that's what, as a black firearm instructor, what I want to do why we started the Black Gun Club, emphasis on black. Yeah. Um, and then even my business, Surreal Self-Defense, for the women, I mean, I usually get black women because these stereotypes and these narratives, because I'm, we're definitely doing a show about black mamas and black parents saying, I don't even want my kids playing with guns. Talking about plastic guns. Right. But that's a good teaching place to start. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's a, a interest. They'll get into it, and they just plan. Now let me show you how to hold it properly. Now let me show you how to be safe with it. Yeah, because I think I, I can... seen, I don't want to cut you off. I seen, a, uh, you're talking about the kids with the guns and all that. I seen, a, like, a little uh, clip of some kids really shooting real guns, like, in a sport. They got, yeah. the, like, the... They got the logo on. Yes. They pow, pow. Bruh, you can and get the, scholarships, college scholarships. Yeah. For being able to shoot well, to be a sharpshooter is what they call them. Mm. You know, rifles and all that good stuff. Like, yeah, there's their sporting aspect of it. There's hunting, and then there's self defense. Right, because so. I seen another one. Uh, kids, Asian kids. I don't know where it was at in Asia. Where it was all breaking the guns man, down in the class. Yeah, and they doing it together on yep. time. Like, man, yep. look. And, and I'm gonna put this out there. That's cute, and that's great. What they were doing, yes. We ain't got to all be in unison when we do it. Right, right. We can teach our baby. It don't have to be, you know, a yeah, whole yeah, yeah, routine. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people look, look like that, yeah. oh, you know. But here's another thing I need black folks to stop doing. What's that? Don't compare what we are or are not doing to what, because we'll say, well, white folks, they teaching their kids that. We need to teach our kids, not because white folks doing it, just because we need to teach our kids how to properly use firearms and rifles and shotguns. Right. Yeah. Like, I ain't got what nothing you to do with Wi-Fi. No. Nah. Just like with them Asian kids. Because at the end about. of the day, it's, it's some American shit. You're damn American, supposedly, right? I ain't so. claiming American, but okay. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. But you know what I'm saying? I yeah, don't yeah, say yeah. that with pride. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to piss off the few white listeners we have. What she mean? She ain't American. She live over here in America. Yeah. It's colonized ass but, nation. Man, but anyways, on, yeah. I ain't going to get into that. I'm waiting till mm-hmm. Denzel to get here to, to uh, help yeah. me, to oh, back yeah. me up on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go too deep, but we know we going that deep. <clears throat> Yeah, I already you know. Because I mean? yeah. even I'ma just add this, you know, I don't I don't hear too many black people. I hear black people saying I'm proud to be black, but that I'm you proud really to be American shit. shit, that's white folks shit. I'm or, proud to be an American. <laughs> exactly. So right. They sing that with taste so well, yeah, Shout not, out to Kid, right. man. You know? We say it loud, right? <laughs> so they on yeah. that Kenny Rogers and we on that James Brown. Right. Say it loud. Yeah, yeah. Black and I'm, I'm black and I'm, black and I'm proud. proud. That's yeah. why I said I'm black, I'm not African American. Okay. Uh, the African Americans, they might be on that Kenny Rogers Brown yeah. American. Turn your and ass my, you know, and good and that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I ain't mad at you. I fool with some of y'all. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just know in certain situations I can't depend on. Man, come on. But that's another show for another day. Yeah, I want to ask this. And uh, the starting gun club, especially black gun club, what are the ups and downs you had starting it, you know? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you the number one question that's asked. And actually more about black people than white people. I've had some white people ask me, but more black people ask me why I got to be a black gun club. Mm. Huh? Why can't you just call it a gun club? Why I got it? And then the second number one <laughs> question is, can white folks join? Wow. Why are you worried about if white folks can be over here or not? Right. Harriet Tubman would have got rid of your ass. Right. And I, and I look like Harriet on a couple of my pictures. So right. just I'm, I'm telling you, call you right dirty Harriet that's what I'm day. saying. Yeah, Harriet yeah. Tubman would have got rid of your ass. I don't keep up with white folks. I'm worried about what the black community doing. Right. So I we we wanted it to be a black gun club so that black people know this is for us. Right. This is for you. White folks can apply all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether you get in or not, guess who that's yeah. up to? Right. <laughs> so I won't stop you for your application. None but just like we started trying to name my kids white names, so when the resume come up, right. boy, I was sitting like you naming your kid based on whether he can get a job or not. But see, if we was more on our entrepreneur stuff and had businesses to pass down, right. then you could name them Usama and be happy with that. You could name them uh, Malik or Lil Ray Ray or they whatever you want to. You don't have to name to. him Jeremy. Well, you know, I'm, yeah. no disrespect to the Jeremys out there, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, people was really trying to, oh, when they pull his resume, I don't want them to know he's black. Well, I want you to know I'm black. Yeah, yeah. Every single Tyrone, time. Tyrone. Man. Keisha. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I mean? Like you were saying about the names, like even the hair. You, you were saying establish right. You wear your hair what you want. Anywhere I want to. Right. Well, I want to go somewhere where they basically telling me I can't be me. Mm. The NBA. But right. If Ja want to be out here on his Ja shit, no, I'm playing. Ja yeah. need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> again, I ain't counting your pockets. I ain't worried about what the NBA said. This is mm. coming from a black responsible firearms owner. And you need to calm down. Yeah, you need to. Right now, yeah. But you know, and we need to give him a chance to correct himself. And they're like, oh, this is his second time. And oh, he went to the store and started that beef. And for, so did your cousin. So did your child. Your, That's it, what I was they saying, just yeah. ain't in the NBA. So right. nobody cares like that. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it a buck. Yeah. Ja is a, a public figure. So yeah. we know you're going to take this scrutiny. He oh, know yeah. that. He know that. Yeah. He know that. He and needs to smack the nigga with, who, with, the, with the phone in his hand. Man, you need to be you need to ride with people that know better. Yeah. And but you know what? That's another show too that cuz that's an addiction. So it's just like if you do addicted to drugs and you doing stuff and it's not the smartest thing to do, but you in the moment, right? It's right. the same with our phones and feeling like we need to record and take pictures all the time. You're not mm-hmm. really thinking about what's going on. You just know y'all vibing, having good, and now you want all the Instagram. And if he was driving and video, then who was really driving? So not only do we have job being irresponsible with the gun, now the driver got his phone out recording and driving. Yeah, and looking in the phone. You know what I mean? And y'all posting this shit. Man, right. so, you know, it was a lot of things going wrong right. that day. Yeah. But they young. Yeah. You don't think, you have, especially when you're having fun. And you got a, a hell of a high bankroll. So he's making, what, $200 million? Man, he making way more yeah. than me. And then, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Man, right. Yeah. Us broke folks got to be more responsible because we can't pay bills as fast as nah, he can. We got to no. call auntie, call, see if they can put grandma house, house up. up. 
Like, you know, we'll talk about that generational wealth down the drain. Why? Because you out here being dumb, young and dumb. Right. But part of that's the setup, too. Mm. Like I said, we could go back to the food, to mental health, the trauma. I'm going to say that again. The trauma. We all got PTSD. If you black, you got PTSD that's just in your DNA from when them colonizers decided they ain't want to work no more. They ain't want to till the land. You know, they was tired of sleeping with their women. Right. <laughs> and they was Kids like, we, we need shit. somebody yeah. to come do the work. I want some women that look better than this trash I have. Yeah. You know, we'll have kids that we won't claim. And y'all want to act like black folks started deadbeat dads. No, master started deadbeat dads. Mm, that's heavy. What are they talking about? He the one kids right there in the same house with him and he ain't claiming them. Right. <laughs> that's white Damn. folks shit. I done told y'all. <laughs> All this stuff you want to bang black folks to I could take it back to white folks Doing us a certain way That got us to this point Think about it Okay, I'm not saying it's right But we we hard on the black men Oh, they they make babies and they leave We were breeded Niggas was used just to make babies Mm. And then they were shipped off somewhere else To make more babies Right this woman got seven kids, and guess what? Here come DCS model. Her kids being snatched up. She know they finna go. Soon they get old enough, they on the chopping block. Right. So, you know, we can take it back that far, and now we have this pattern of this thing that they did this to us. Again, I'm not making excuses saying it's right. I'm just saying we got to look at the root and quit being so hard on each other uh, for some of the conditions that we find ourselves in, and instead of using that to to divide the black woman and the black man, and and even when you say black man, the black boy and the black girl, and we all feuding and don't want to be family and don't want to be community and don't want to work with each other because we are traumatized, we hurting. Mm. We don't know how to talk to each other. We don't know how to love each other properly, you know. Right. And then the ones that do, guess what? The ones that don't hate them and cause harm or. The one, the one that grew up in love ends up marrying the one who didn't, and now which one is going to win? Is love going to conquer all and teach this person how to love, or is that hate and that brokenness going to ruin that home? And now you got two people that got kids. Now these kids is raising a broken home. See, you just broke down some old uh, Randy and Raheem and shit, love and hate. You know what I'm talking <laughs> right, about? Right, right, right. Real, know, real thing. You know, what about it, yeah. What do you say? I need 30 <laughs> C batteries. How it's many D, you say? D. Yeah, yeah D, D motherfucker. D. How many you say? Yeah. <laughs> love keep whipping ass. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, can't go by love. You know man, what I'm saying? Shout so, out to Spike Lee. Man, I ain't been talking right about this thing. shit for the longest, man. For real, for real. Yeah. So it's nothing new under the sun, y'all, but we got to get a hold on it. So I guess the original question you asked me about 30 minutes ago was yeah, the ups so, and downs. Yeah, yeah ups and downs. <laughs> but um, that's a, just, you know, the the um, just the, quit worrying about white folks. That's all I want black folks to do. Like, let's focus on us and getting our community back right, bringing our culture back into things. Yeah, self-love and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. you know, y'all accusing people of being witches and stuff because they, you know, want to oh, burn the sage. Man, and oh. Like, it's, things are getting ridiculous. It's like if we... If love conquers this one thing over here and we finally get along, we just find something else to go at each other with, you know. Wow. But well, everybody over here thriving and going by their business looking at it and keep walking. Man. Yeah. But that's what your circle need to be is those that's not caught up in all of that and then 
y'all have kids together. And, you know, I think some black communities, it's like a start over. Like, we need to buy some land up. We need to say these are the principles, the values. This is what we're going to do over here. And literally be like on some, yeah, y'all going to marry some arranged marriage stuff. Oh, like, yeah. we not mixing with those did we teaching this over here because yeah. that's the only way we gonna grow this. His seeds, marry his seeds. Yeah. <laughs> man, <laughs> the it makes sense now. It's yeah. like, man, trust me, love ain't holding y'all's marriages together, man, and I'm sure they could attest to that. So, yeah. since that's shit. not the formula, maybe we need to be like, well, you know what? Yeah, little little Jimmy and them's little boy. You know, he's yeah. gonna go to college. He's gonna be a lawyer. You gonna be a dentist. Then y'all gonna have some pretty babies. Yeah, and <laughs> y'all gonna teach them. You know, yeah, we talk you know, just keep going. We just um, we can do that, man. We and there's people that's doing it. You know, yeah. uh, Georgia, they bought that land. I think it's called Freedom Georgia. They named mm. it, and you know, they they building on the land. Um, they you know farming all that good stuff, yeah. investing with each other. So. It's happening, and that's yeah. what we got to be careful. Act like, well, black folks don't do this. No, the niggas, you know, don't do that. Right. That's you don't of, do that. That's <laughs> a lot of people. Y'all don't know what I'm doing. Just, you know, even I know a guy just do it off the hemp. Right. You know, stuff right. and for, right. for this and but that. We, and I do that. I'm like, damn, really, man? Like, right. that's amazing. But yeah. we we going, we, we letting our kids go to college for photography as a major. My mm-hmm. daughter said that. That's why I said it. And I was like, well, that could... I said, um, but what's your career going to be? Because, right. you know, I'm not saying you can't make money being a photographer. I'm just saying you're well, probably going to have a, you're going to have to have a job that funds that dream. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. we don't need to major in photography. Right. Go to YouTube University and get that degree. Damn right. Yeah. Go find a photographer, somebody can mentor. Let's see what you're just doing. Your own. You might be a natural. You're damn right. You know? Yeah. So, but not trying to down her dream, but I'd rather see her get into coding, and the hemp, you know, right, stuff, stuff like, like that, that, yeah. that um, you know, we can benefit and that can let it actually build some generational wealth off yeah, of it. right. You know, so. Yeah, just, you know, switching up the game. That's all. Yeah. You know, so still do what you do, but I'm telling you, have that bread, the, the fun, like you said, fun that. And right. You can be a freelance and be a bad, you know, more right. school, school to what you know. And you might start making more <laughs> money. Then what's your job? And we hope right. that you do so you can right. leave that job, yeah. you know, or stack it all. That's a story you can tell. You yeah, know? so, and people are doing that. So right. we, we we good, you know. But that's what the gun club, one of the ultimate goals, like we want this thing to last forever. Mm-hmm. We want to be a pillar of the community where if if Big Mama don't have the money for her medicine and that you ain't got to call the church all the time, call the Middle Tennessee Black Gun Club and let's see if we can find you some resources. Out here, I hear promote, man. Hey, the church, you don't need them all, man. Nah. <laughs> you don't got to holler at them all the time, man. Right. But uh, today, man, when it can reach you at and uh, where everything's about to drop, so we can tell these folks. You can call me on my number. No, you can't. <laughs> um, but you can reach me on Instagram at uh, midtnbgc or just type in Middle Tennessee Black Gun Club. That Instagram pull up, please follow. Tell your folks to follow. And don't just follow. Engage with the post. You know, say what's up, good morning, drop some little fire, drop some little hearts or something if you don't have a comment, you know, to put that thing in circulation. Y'all know how the game go. Uh, Go to Surreal Self-Defense. No, 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 no. Don't go to that one. IG locked me out. Uh, Protecting My Pretty Academy. That's on IG. And then on Facebook, you can find, definitely type in Middle Tennessee Black Gun Club. 
Um, and just, man, Google Middle Tennessee Black. You can Google us. We got yeah, right. news. Well, we were on the news every station. Um, we Black Enterprise did a little did a little sum on us. Um, so we have a lot out here. NPR. So just Google us. It'll tell you Facebook, uh, website. Oh, y'all know how it go. Quit playing. Yeah, with I just got my badge today, so I'm happy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, the Sky oh. Science Entertainment, we are official. You know what I'm saying? When I'm up to see Black Gun. That's up. right. That's right. Oh, wait till you see the chains we got from Africa. Oh, man. It's got the woods, and then they engraved our logo. Painted it, got our names on the back. That's like gonna be chaining day over here for us. So you're gonna have to shoot some quals and hit oh, a yeah, standard yeah, and yeah. then we'll chain it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, because we flipping it. You know what I mean? It's a lot of gun clubs out here. Black ones too. Shout out to all the black gun man, clubs shout out, out, out here. Man, man. I'm cold with it. It's a lot. For real. Tennessee alone. Got a lot. It's yeah. about three Being different ones in Memphis. Yeah. We got one in town. I'm talking about the Black Gun Club. Yeah. We got uh, one, a couple out in Knoxville. We definitely repping for Middle Tennessee. We got another one in Clarksville. That's Middle Tennessee. So, yeah. and those are just the ones I know. I know Jackson, Tennessee got a Black Gun Club. Okay. Atlanta got you know Black Gun Clubs. There's ones. There's ones in Detroit. Uh, Cali, that we all over. Right. Like, this is not, people be like, oh, that's new, oh, that's cool. And it's like, nah, this is this is old, y'all. Y'all need to get a book called Negroes with Guns, Robert F. Williams. I was in North Carolina. He was like, uh, man, they were so cold. They, they was fighting against the uh, KKK. Mm-hmm. KKK come through there, they was ready with their guns. And there's yeah, some right. stories that will blow your mind on what they was going against. And a lot of them had went to the army for a little while, fought in war. So then they started teaching folks how to use yeah, guns. Right. But the men that had came back, they came together. Another one, Deacons of Defense. You could look that up on YouTube. That's a good movie. Yeah, where the actual that, yeah. deacons yeah, at the church yeah, was right. the man. That, yeah. And that's what deacons, the history of that, they are like the protectors. As they all yeah. sit up there. They should all be strapped. If your deacon ain't packing, <laughs> then your <laughs> church is lacking. <laughs> all right. Even your church is lacking. I mean, who... We up here giving all this money, Pastor, talking about we want you to, to tithe your paycheck today. Okay, well, who got guns up in here to protect the money? Because right. anybody could come in there and rob y'all real quick. It might Man. be me. Now that I think, but I'm like, it's not a bad idea. The church. He's that old first Sunday with uh, Tracy Morgan, Ice Cube. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going on the uh, the holidays, Easter <laughs> and Mother's Day. That's oh, when the pot oh, gonna be thick. Man, real thick. That's when the pot gonna be thick. I'm robbing everybody coming out. But man. nah, the church. Uh, when I was in Memphis, and then I let KJ wrap it up. I think that's Go what ahead. he's trying to do. Oh, <laughs> but uh, when I went to church in Memphis, mm-hmm. um, big church, I'm gonna name it Greater Imani. Their armor bear, um, he would be open carrying up there, posted while the preacher was preaching and stuff. And at first, I was just like, I asked him, I said, "Why you need a gun? Ain't this crazy?" I was in Memphis. I didn't even have guns then. Right. And I was like, "Why do you need a gun at church?" And he he probably was like, she must not be from Memphis, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> But he was man. like, the good guys need guns, too. Like, if somebody come up in here or just even, you know, sometimes pastors, you know, they be out here doing some stuff. Right. Somebody might come run up on them in the church. You mm. know what I mean? And and that's what they armor bear is there for. You know, I don't know what y'all think it is. That's why I got me an armor bear. My sergeant in arms, armor bear is all the same. You know, our sergeant in arms position, when we on the range... I mean, he's all things training, but, you know, we have what's called range safety officers that's there to make sure everybody's safe. And if you go to a range and they don't have range range safety officers or they'll call them RSOs, 
like literally in a range, you should probably go to a different range because you always need somebody watching. Because think about it, that's one of the most dangerous places you can be is at a gun range. Right. Especially amongst strangers. Yeah. I don't know why you in here. People commit suicide in gun ranges. Rent Damn. a gun from the place, go in there, they don't want it, they family coming home to see them like that. It's, you know, they don't have to buy a gun. Like, that happens more than people think. Suicides Man. at ranges. I know. I just kind of brought the vibe But it's a dangerous place. That's why when y'all be like, $150 for my private class, I'm like, okay, you want me to stand next to you who doesn't know how to use a gun, even though I'm trying to show you. Yeah. And just, that's really not enough. You know what I mean? Like, right. my life is on the line right now. Yeah. That's the type of chance I'm taking when I'm trying to train somebody and then the people around me, I don't know, what if somebody just lose their mind and start shooting at the place? Because you're already hearing gunshots. So that's not, you know, you're thinking, also, and you're supposed to be seeing people with guns. Right. Perfect place to do some dirt. Yeah. But it's just dangerous, even if it's an accident. But anyways, um, yeah, man, your church need to have guns. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your pastor need to be packing. Man, you matter, man, these days. This is the Cypher with KJ and the fam. It's going down the real way. Hey, man, this is the mix. You know what I'm talking about? Bullets, bread, bread. and bars. You know what bars. I'm talking about, man? So y'all got to be looking out for that because it's uh, about to be real hot, man. And uh, yeah. this show is sponsored by Strikeout Wings, the best wings in the city and home one of sweet and sassy. Mm-hmm. Going down to one, two, three. You want to drive Nashville, Tennessee, how that big fox to get 10% off on your meal. Hey man, catch us on that episode 51, Friend of Hope. Hey. May 22nd at 9 a.m. We got the fan with us. Uh, we catch you in a minute. And always, church on the move.